I think Absolutely. fear holds back entrepreneurs, uh, probably majority of them. If, if we, I don't know if anybody have ever done a study, but if you was to do a study, I'm pretty sure that fear is probably the number one thing that holds entrepreneurs back. How do you wake up every day and say, you know what, I'm going for what's mine. I'm not going to let no, I don't care what other people think, right? right. I'm just going to go do what I know I need to do. What's the mindset? Talk to me a little bit about that. It was something that I exercised okay. because I had nothing to lose when I first got started. Yeah. I had everything to gain. Mm-hmm. Remember, I was in uh, community college selling mix CDs. Mm-hmm. So even if it didn't work out, I didn't have a baby out to feed. Yeah. Or a wife when I came home on Wednesday, where you check, baby? Well, you know that has some charge back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the second thing is, let's take faith. Talk to me. Excitement of the unknown. Mm-hmm. Let's take fear. Mm-hmm. Afraid of the unknown. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. So when it comes, you decide that. Yeah. You All decide. this dope, man. You, you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, yeah. Who told us to be afraid? And who told us told us if something don't work out, don't try again? Yeah. If something's not going your way, it's failing. Mm-hmm. If something's not going at the speed that you desire to go mm-hmm. versus God pacing you at the pace he wants you to be or needs you to be to be successful. Yeah. We are our own worst enemies. Yeah, yeah. No one told you that was a bad presentation. For sure. No one told you that was a bad idea. Yeah. Hey, what's going on, y'all? Welcome back to another episode of the Equity Tap Network, man. I tell you guys all the time, do me a favor, get somewhere, grab you a pen, grab you a pad, man. I got a good friend of mine, Marcus Turner. Uh, I'm actually, I was going to say in the building, but I'm at your location, man. So the Equity Tap pulled up with Marcus' uh, location here. Uh, this is Olive Branch. Olive Branch. Olive Branch, Just man. one. Beautiful location. Uh, this is cool, man. I'm, I'm excited about this interview. I know you've seen a lot of success as an entrepreneur, man. You know, the Equity Tap, our goal is really to expose the mindset of people like you, successful entrepreneurs who have these big visions, right, things that you're accomplishing, and really try to help other entrepreneurs achieve that same goal. So I'm going to try to do do my best, man, to dissect the mindset of a a genius here, man, somebody who I've seen from afar, and recently we've kind of become good friends, uh, build business and things like that. So uh, for people that don't know you, Marcus, do me a favor, quick two minutes, let them know your background, your name, kind of who you are, and then we're going to jump into this thing, man. Hey, let's do it. Marcus Turner, I was born and raised in Indianola, Mississippi. Okay. Lifetime Mississippi. Yeah. And been in <laughs> Olive Branch for about 15 years. Okay. Um, both of my parents uh, still live in Indianola. Okay. Mother worked at a factory, and dad was a truck driver. Gotcha. So as far as hard working, I, they instilled hard work in me in the beginning. For sure. So I'm, I'm not a stranger to hard work. I am married to Dr. Dina Turner. Mm-hmm. We have two amazing kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Princess Madeline. Okay. She's 21 months and also McAllen. Yeah, how busy, man. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> and, and then um, we are 15 weeks expecting. Wow. Congratulations, thank bro. You. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. And also I've been in the financial industry for over half my life, actually, for okay. 23 years. Yeah. Uh, business owner for 15 of those 23 years okay. in the financial industry. Gotcha. And coming from the financial industry, my main job is to make sure that I protect your financial world. For sure. If it's your auto, which is the third uh, biggest investment you ever have, yeah. your home, which is your second biggest investment, okay. and your third is the ability to earn income and still take care of your family's well-being. For sure, for sure. Yes, yes. Cool. Man, that's cool. So 23 years in the industry, what made you get into the financial services industry? I was selling mixed CDs. Mixed CDs? Mixed CDs. My first <laughs> CD was called uh, Blues 99. Were you the right? artist? 
No. Okay. Absolutely not. <laughs> I had uh, purchased a computer and it had a disc driver, okay. disc writer. Gotcha. So I compiled artists like Sir Charles Jones and Johnny Taylor. Oh, I and see. And I made you making mixtapes. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Hey, one for twelve. Two for 20. Gotcha. And my goal was to sell 50 per week. Okay. And then I got so busy, I started selling 80 per week, and I had other people sell them for me at school, wow. at work. And a good friend of mine, uh, Shannon Brown, who's also a mentor, okay. he said, man, you need to come sell insurance. If you could sell yeah. CDs out of your trunk, you'll be great <laughs> at selling insurance. And um, started in the insurance industry. He yeah. showed me one of his checks, started in the okay. insurance industry, and got into it for the money. Gotcha. It wasn't until I delivered my first death claim where mm. I knew that this job was way bigger than just the paycheck. Wow. And the reason why is you can get in it for the money, but you won't stay in it for the money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, man, I want to dive into the mindset, right? Because I know you've helped over 15 people uh, become entrepreneurs, successful entrepreneurs, right? That's thriving. Uh, you and your wife, you know, y'all own the Cairo Place. I have several locations. Tell me about that transition, right, from working for somebody in their agency to eventually stepping out on your own. What made you decide, okay, this is something I'm going to do on my own? Getting around bigger fish. Oh, break that down too. Yeah. Um, at first, you know, you're making 100 grand, yeah. and when you're 23, 24, you think it's good money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the reason why you think <laughs> it's good money is because the average income in other places that, especially the Mississippi Delta, mm -hmm. is probably around twenty-seven to $30,000. Yeah. So you're making $100,000, <laughs> um, and you think life is great, life is peachy. Yeah. What happens is you get around people that's doing more. Mm -hmm. You get around people that's... Living a better quality of life, financial quality of life, For and sure. then your mindset opens. Okay. And then, you know, the other thing is they're no different from you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like with you. you you're very articulate. You you have a skill set. I appreciate it. You're very it. personable. Yeah. And when you get around someone, they look like they have half your talent. Yeah. You ask them, man, so what do you do? Hmm. And it wasn't until I sat with a guy and I was at the Hilton Hotel in Jackson, Mississippi, yeah. sitting by the pool and I asked this guy, I said, so what do you do for a living? He said, I manage money. I yeah. said, manage money? I said, what do you mean? He said, you make a dollar, I manage it, and make sure we both get rich off of it. For sure. And then he said, you can only go so far selling life insurance. Okay. And I was thinking, like, only go so far. I know people that's making, you know, a quarter million, 300000 Yeah, yeah, yeah. He said, that's not money in the world I live in. Wow. And he wasn't being cocky or yeah, arrogant, yeah. but he was being extremely transparent to okay. me. And I'm the type of person... If you give me something, no matter if it's on a platter, a golden, silver, platinum platter, yeah. or if it's on a garbage lid, I'm going to take that and digest mm. it and then filter it to understand the message okay. without any emotion. Where does that come from? Where does that mindset come from, man? Just having a loving mother. Okay. Having a loving mother, no matter how she said or what she said, yeah. she always makes sure that me and my sister was fine. Okay. So, and then also having a godly mother mm. that taught me to forgive quickly. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, man, that's a big one. Yo, what's going on, Equity Chasers? Listen, I know you guys are enjoying the episode real quick. I know that you guys have already subscribed to the channel, so that's not why I'm coming to you. I'm coming to you guys because we have some major things that we're going to be rolling out. So, what I need you to do is pause the video, go down to the description. Right above the description of the video, you're going to see a link. That link is going to give you access to our email list. I need you to subscribe. So when we roll out some of these things, you'll be one of the few that can get into the room. What are we going to roll out? We're going to be opening up our studios this summer. We're going to be letting you guys come in. We're going to be letting you guys watch us record live. We also have some live events planned. We have a lot of things that we're going to be rolling out for you, the entrepreneur who's looking to take your business your game to the next level this summer, you're going to want to hit that email list and tap in. So look, let's do this. Let's get back to the video. Thank you. 
man, I hear people say that all the time, right? You got to get around uh, a bigger fish, right? You got to get in a better circle. But sometimes people don't necessarily know how to do that. How did you find yourself in a bigger circle? Was it through the, uh, the agency that you were working with? They just put you in there or did you have to seek that out? It found me. Okay. Explain and, it to me. And the reason why it found me is because... I was I just love people. Yeah. So I was I would start hanging out at places where mm. I was pretty much the lowest man on the pole. Okay. And I was comfortable. Yeah, yeah. Because I just enjoyed <laughs> talking to people. And I know I was the smallest fish in the pond. Yeah. But I've been in circles also where I was the largest fish in the pond and yeah. nothing came out of it. Mm. Taking guys to dinner, giving guys uh half on the room that they yeah, had yeah, to yeah. get or taking care of the meals. Yeah. You know, when you're giving and when you're feeding the horse. Everyone loves you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. what situation can you put yourself in where you have guys that's on the same level where mm-hmm. you're reaching for the check to see who get the quickest? Yeah, yeah, So yeah. I just put myself in different surroundings, and people just, uh, I was just blessed to have people to just come in my life. Yeah. Marcus, man, when I think of you, uh, you I, I categorize you as the business gentleman. Right, because I've seen you maneuver in different spaces, right? We've gotten cigars together, we've talked, right? We broke bread, all that good stuff. And all of your mannerisms, the way you position yourself, everybody in the room is going to know you, right? And I think you said something that was key, right? You were comfortable being the low man on the totem pole. A lot of people can't show up in those spaces, right, and be comfortable being the lowest person. They got to act like they're something that they're not. And a lot of times that will keep them from getting their blessings, right? Your personality has been one man that is a, a magnet, right? It attracts people to you. Talk to me a little bit about some of those characteristics, man, because I think if more entrepreneurs understood that, that's something that may come natural to you, but if more entrepreneurs understood that, I think they would get a whole lot farther in life. Absolutely. Oh, well, first of all, thank you for such kind statements. Yeah, 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 for sure, Um, man. Humble beginnings. Okay. Humble beginnings. Again, my mother taught me a few things. Mm -hmm. How to love, how to treat people, and I got the hustle from my father. Yeah. So being home and us barely getting getting by, meaning sometimes lights will get disconnected. Yeah, yeah, sometimes yeah. we had to go and stay with my grandmother for about a day or two. When my mother and father got first got divorced, gotcha. you know, that really put a place in my heart where I always wanted to give back. Yeah, and yeah, never yeah. forget where I came from. Because some of us are at a blink of an eye of being homeless. Yeah. At yeah. a blink of an eye can end up jobless. Mm-hmm. So no matter how high you go, even though God may not take the problem from you yeah. or may not take have the problem to affect you, you still can be in a storm. Okay. And no one would never forget how you treated them. Yeah. So being kind towards people is key. That's no dope, one man. deserved to be in a situation where they're not treating, treated of godly ways. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. So you're the owner of Marcus T. Turner uh, Financial Services, right? Yes. Talk to me a little bit about your agency, man, and what makes you guys a little bit different from, you know, other agencies. I know you guys are more boutique, right? Yes. You're more personal, more hands-on. Explain some of that to me. Talk to me about the agency side. The first thing is we do not just do a quote. Okay. We have clients. We take their entire world. Gotcha. And uh, your world is like a six-legged table. Mm-hmm. Some people may have their insurance at this company. Yeah. Some people may have their auto insurance at this company, may have their life insurance at a company, mm. or may have their investment at a company. Okay. Here at Marcus T. Turner & Associates, we take your entire world and we analyze your world. Okay. And we make sure that a few things. Number one, you're protected against liability within your home, mm-hmm. your auto. Another thing is if you die unexpectedly, yeah. you can still maintain your family's standard of living. Okay. Third, if not fourth, um, if you live too long, we yeah. make sure that you do not run out of money. Okay. And uh, in a nutshell, we protect you and we create a legacy whether you live to be 
40 and die unexpectedly, for sure. your legacy continues to live. Or if you live to be 120, mm. your legacy still continues to grow. Okay. Man, my audience is entrepreneurs, right? And I know a lot of times in the in the entrepreneur field, right, there is a lot of momentum going into it. You're trying to get this plane off the, off the runway into the air. And a lot of times finances are tight, you know, and yeah. things like that. But from your perspective, man, in, a, in an insurance side and the protection side, what should entrepreneurs be thinking about when they talk, when they're thinking about like their, their financial services and insurance? Most entrepreneurs overthink the entire process. In what way? First of all, they go and get their credit repaired. Okay. Seek credit consultant. That's a big thing live, now. It yeah. is. We live in a world where we want to be more impressionable than more impactful. Mm. Why should I go to the bank and get a hundred thousand or one hundred and fifty or two hundred thousand without a business plan? Okay. So when you find entrepreneurs that have been in the space for a while and they're not sleeping, yeah. they're not sleeping because they do not have a business plan. Mm. So before you go to the bank, yeah. you need to have your business plan. Okay. And with that business plan, it'll show you why I want to be in three months, nine months, three years, five years, and et cetera. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So sure. do not go <laughs> to a bank and get any funds. Without a business plan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the first thing. Second thing is, if you're not eating, sleeping, and breathing your business, yeah. you just plan. Hmm. Because it's not time for Yeah, public. yeah, for it's sure. It's not time to go when so you can't run and go where everybody else is going. Yeah. This is my 23rd year as an entrepreneur. I've never had a job where someone paid me hourly or paid me a base. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I've been getting it yeah. for over half my life. For sure. Even checks when I had what was seven dollars. Yeah. I still had that faith. I still had that commitment. Wow. I've been toying around with this con uh, this concept, man, of going professional, right? And I heard it on an audio book that I was reading. It was like, man, you gotta go pro in your business. You gotta go professional. And I instantly started thinking about athletes, right? Right. And the grind that they put in to be able to reach that level. Talk to me about going professional in your business, man, because I know you transitioned, right? You started under your mentor, and then you decided, okay, I'm going to venture off and do my own thing. What was that journey, bro? What was that? What was the grind like once you had to do that? What were some of the things that you were thinking? What were some of the realizations? Like, just talk to me about that whole time frame of starting your own uh, firm. Absolutely. Well, the first thing is, and you you were key and dead on the spot, mm -hmm. you have to have you somebody that's doing better than you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if you're fortunate, people that are doing better than you. Okay. And I believe in associating with three types of people. Talk ones to that I can inspire, inspire, ones that we sharpen each other's tools, For sure. and ones that inspire me. Okay. And okay. you have to keep mm -hmm. that cycle going. Yeah. Because if you only hang around guys that inspire you, you're not giving back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're pretty much a leech. Yeah, yeah. If you only hang around guys that sharpen you, you're not giving back, nor are you growing. Yeah. And if you're not giving back to the guys that want to be great, what's your true purpose? Yeah. Because yeah. my legacy for my for the Turner family is one thing, mm -hmm. but why can't we have seeds in each other's legacy? Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Because I have guys such as Shannon Brown, Cedric Higgins, these are guys that and Stephen James. These are guys that I can never repay. Okay. And Cedric Higgins told me best. He said, you can never repay me. Be better than me and give back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's dope, man. So, look, let's transition a little bit because I know that um, I'm a big believer that the one thing gives way to several things, right? But you got to first make sure you take care of that one thing. You've taken care of your agency, right? You've right. helped a lot of people make sure that their finances tight. You make sure that they're sleeping good at night. They don't have to worry about this side, right? Because you guys are taking care of it. Absolutely. But I've seen you and your wife do several different entrepreneurial things, man. Talk yes. to me about the real estate side of things and kind of some other developments that you guys are working on. 
True passive income yeah. is real estate because we have active incomes. Okay. We have the uh, Cairo place. Yeah, yeah. Have Marcus T. Turner and Associates. Okay. We have Associates and ourselves. We're in, that, in those positions every day. Yeah. Working and making it happen. For sure. On Marcus T. Turner and Associates side, we have the renewals and residual side. Okay. Of course, when a client pays their insurance, each time they renew, residual income. Mm-hmm. So real estate is true passive income. Okay. And social media, we have these things where we where people give us the base. Okay. But the base just don't get it. Yeah, yeah, Because yeah. you have to have the seed, you have to have the base, and mm-hmm. you also have to have the harvest. Okay. So real estate is one of the ways where our money and our credit are truly working for us. Okay. You know, and the, and the, the hustle. Yeah. The hustle is when you're around 50 or 60, 20% active income, mm-hmm. about 30% renewal income, okay, and at least half, which is 50% of passive income. Okay. Because the art is achieving wealth by making your money work for you. Yeah. Money is a tool. Okay. You never seen a hammer beating a human. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. So a tool is something that we utilize mm-hmm. for growth. Man, you're dropping some game here, bro. I've, I've never heard it put that way. So you're saying it, once you hit 50, 50% of your income, your goal is to have at least 50% of it coming in passively through assets. Minimum. Minimum. Okay. Minimum. Yeah. And another thing about an entrepreneur, it's tough. Yeah. It's yeah. tough. Yeah. <laughs> it's, when I say it's tough, and it's something that you think, eat, sleep, and breathe, but the beauty of it is... You do everything you have to do mm-hmm. so you can do almost everything that you want to do. For sure. And and, and that's it. And it's fair. Talk to me about that piece, man, because I think some entrepreneurs haven't reached that level, right, where they have seen the financial success to where they can start diversifying their income into other passive streams, and they're still on their treadmill just running, 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 running. What type of encouraging words would you give them, man? Because you've reached that place, and you're still pushing forward, right? So you kind of can see both sides of it. Absolutely. Yeah, what type of advice would you give to an entrepreneur who is still in the day-to-day grind, trying to get themselves to a position to where they can start diversifying their income? A few things. Yeah. I came from the school to hard knock with that. Okay. Because I made money, I didn't have anyone to tell me how should that money make money for me. Okay. So the first thing I will advise is to have a budget. Okay. Yeah. Set a budget. For sure. If you have 10000 coming in, mm-hmm. you shouldn't have thirteen going out. Yeah. Yeah. And most of the things that we do <laughs> is for... A luxury side of lifestyle. Yeah. And luxury lifestyle, nothing is wrong with that. Mm-hmm. But some people sort of uh, inflate it, and yep. some people shy away from it. For sure. So set a budget. Make sure that whatever you have, let's say if you if your amount that you're bringing in is ten thousand a month. Yeah. Ten thousand, thousand to the church. Okay. You have nine thousand. Mm-hmm. Pay yourself amount. Yeah. Pay yourself. We do IULs. Okay. We do IULs in the amount that's more than our mortgage. Break that down. Break the IUL side down. IUL is an index universal life insurance policy. Okay. Okay. It has a life insurance wrapper so you won't have to pay, have tax consequences once you start an income stream. Okay. Okay. Long as it's an income stream. Gotcha. And an IUL has a death benefit. Okay. Which is a life insurance policy. Mm -hmm. But if I decide to withdraw some of my funds from my IUL policy, Mm -hmm. I won't have tax consequences. Okay. Yes. And it continues to grow uninterrupted. Okay. So So even when you borrow that money, it still grows as if that money is still there, if I'm understanding that correctly? Absolutely. So at the withdrawal phase or the income phase, as long as that money is placed back in. Then if I borrow $10,000 and I have... Uh, two years before I retire, mm-hmm. as long as I pay about $5,000 per year, I still will achieve the initial goal 
when I as I would have before I received this policy. Gotcha, gotcha. I mean, if my initial goal was $4,000 a month, mm-hmm. as long as I put those funds back in there, I still receive about $4,000 a month, if not more. Gotcha. Because the ceiling is about 12%, but okay. we can only illustrate it at about 6%. Okay. So how do you use the IUL in your, in your personal finances? Well, actually, great question. Yeah. Our first home, we um, first investment property, okay. we got it via IUL. Wow. We had a, we had a uh, piece of land, okay. a lot, that was about 65, and usually when you go to a bank, you have to inject 20%. Uh-huh. So we used about $16,000 injection for the inject into that lot, and okay. then we paid the rest of the lot off. The home cost three hundred thousand, okay. and the lot was worth sixty. Gotcha. Twenty percent of the three hundred was the lot as collateral. Okay. We built the home and we sold it, and we made that same play. Wow. And now we're on our fifth home mm-hmm. that we're building. Yeah. Acquired uh, five more lots. Okay. And we still have eleven more lots in Red Banks, Mississippi. Wow, man, you from, guys from that one IUL play. Yeah. And so I want to make sure I understand this. So from the IUL, you use that as the 20% down? You just pull from that the income that was in there and used it as the down payment on the property? From the account value, the okay. accumulated value that was in our IUL policy. Gotcha, gotcha. Yes. Wow, man, that's major game. Yeah. So look, let's transition a little bit, man, because okay. 23 years as uh, in the financial services, 16 as your own? 15. Uh, 15 mm-hmm. owning your own agency, yeah. being an entrepreneur. And now, man, you're transitioning into the world of politics, man. Talk to me about yes. uh, Supervisor District 1. Supervisor District 1, Olive yeah. Branch. Olive Branch, okay. Yes, yes. When, um, how did that come on your radar, right? Because I know as entrepreneurs, sometimes we can, it's like parallel roads, right? Politicians, entrepreneurs don't necessarily cross over. We right. work together a lot, and it's rare that you see an entrepreneur go into, you know, the, the, the politician side. Well, I guess it's not rare. I've seen several yeah. entrepreneurs do it. But talk to me about your journey, man. Why, why politics at this phase in life? Well, a few things. When you are an entrepreneur, Mm-hmm. If you want to, or if you have a heart or don't, people are going to pull you in yeah. as far as saying, hey, I'm doing this for my church. Okay. I need T-shirts or basketball uniforms for my team. I need football, this. Yeah. I need backpacks. Okay. We're tired of giving away backpacks yeah. and not seeing the things that need to be brought into our school system. Mm-hmm. We're tired of giving the crayons and the pencils and our schools still doesn't have the proper tools and resources that they need. For sure, for sure. So backpacks are cool. Yeah. But what about technology? Mm. And we're in Mississippi, we're in DeSoto County. Excellent school system. Yeah. Excellent. One of the top school systems in Mississippi. Okay. Let's take a little farther. Get talk to them. What about the kids from Alabama? Yeah. What about the kids from Georgia? Mm-hmm. What about the kids from Illinois? Mm-hmm. We can't continue to say that we have the best school system in Mississippi. Yeah. We've done that. Yeah. It's time to move forward. Okay. It's time to have the faculty, the students, the teachers, mm-hmm. and the kids with the resources that they need to be for the students can be great. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. what we usually do is we find a man that's broken. Yeah. And we'll try to fix him. Okay. Let's find the kids and build that man or woman. Mm. So the reason why the sides run for district one county supervisor is we can make a better difference yeah, if yeah. we do it together. For sure. Absolutely. I like that. You mentioned several other places outside of DeSoto County. How does uh, this position, you know, kind of correlate to some of those outside realms that you mentioned? Because uh, I know DeSoto County has a great school system, as you mentioned. Yes. How do you take that and translate that into these other places that you mentioned? Um, talk. Okay. Have a task force. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What the, what the teachers need. Okay. Because when it comes to teaching or come to any other job, People come where there's safety, yeah. which Olive Branch is extremely safe. Okay. They also come where 
the school systems are top tier, mm-hmm. which we have a great school system. They also come because the property value yeah. is good. Okay. And uh, we have to position ourselves where we can offer teachers certain things so the whole deal of them coming here is attractive. So we have to have different incentives. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. So, man, because we talk to entrepreneurs, I want to hang my hat there, you know, in the in the political space. What opportunities do you see that, you know, you can help with in the entrepreneurial space by being elected in this position? Is there some 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 gaps that you see in the DeSoto County uh, that, you know, your area of expertise can can actually help help in that, that realm? Well, the beauty of it is I do have a good base. Okay. Meaning that a good base and a good foundation to build up. Okay. The second thing is I have the heart yeah. because I care. Mm-hmm. I have the knowledge because I've been in the financial industry for 23 years. For sure. Yes. So we have myself and other people, we all pay taxes mm-hmm. in DeSoto County. Okay. I don't care if it's property, on your home, yeah. uh, tax for your auto, or if you go buy a, uh, a bottle of water. Yeah, yeah. It's taxes on it, for sure. Absolutely. So we're pouring these resources into the same pool. Okay. Same pool. Right. So we have to have proper representation. For sure. We have to have someone at the seat and at the table that's speaking for us as far as what do we want together. Mm-hmm. And I'm running as an independent candidate. Wow. And the reason why I run as an independent candidate is I don't care what's your background, yeah. what's your race, mm-hmm. uh, where you come from, or whatever the case may be. Yeah. There is no community Without unity. Yeah, 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 yeah. Meaning all of us have to come together mm-hmm. to have a brighter future for these children gotcha. and also have a better quality of life for us as well. Yeah, yeah. That's dope. How long is the uh, the term position for this uh, or the term limit for this position? No term limit, but the term is four years. Four years. So after four years, you have to re-campaign again and get reelected. After four years, I'll go where God want me to be. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay, so, but it's a four-year period before you have to go back absolutely. in. Okay, and the reason I was asking it is because I just kind of wanted to get more of a framework on. Talk to me about those four years, man. Like, what are some of the things that you're going to initially attack, and then kind of what's the long-term goal in that, in that term? Absolutely. Yeah. Well, my platform is built on education, uh-huh. and not only education from a curriculum standpoint, but I'm not sure... If everyone been watching the news, but we've been having cowards come in school and taking our babies away from us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The last thing we want to pray about is when we leave, when our kids leave home, is when will my baby return home? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or will my wife or husband return home? Because they kill students and faculty. Yeah. That's the first thing. Yeah. And the second thing is economic growth. Okay. You know, we live in Olive Branch, Mississippi, mm-hmm. and when it's time to go eat, time to go buy a car, or time to go shopping, we need those same places that we can go and shop at, dine at, and recirculate those funds back into our economy. Yeah. And even though we have different initiatives that will attract bigger companies okay. or better places, mm-hmm. we still need to put an emphasis on the heartbeat of our city, yeah. which is small businesses, mom yeah. and pop businesses. Absolutely. And third is public safety. Okay. In Mississippi, the air just tastes better. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's like it's like filter air. Mm-hmm. I want to continue for myself and also other residents of Olive Branch to be able to sit on their porch. Because okay. in Olive Branch, you can hear the stars talking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we want to keep that public safety mm-hmm. at the level and rate that it is. Yeah, yeah, Not yeah. only for us, and we also have to keep in mind, because sometimes we can be selfish instead of selfless. Gotcha. We have officers. They have family. We have officers that's a husband. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. a father. That's a brother. That's a sister. That's mm-hmm. a mother. That's a daughter. Yeah. We have to also make sure that they have the tools, the resources, and the technology, not only to keep our family safe, 
but so they can keep be safe as well for because sure. we want them to return home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah, that's dope. Uh, I don't know where I heard this at, but Olive Branch, I, I feel like someone told me or I heard this is one of the fastest growing uh, counties or, or places or cities here in, in Mississippi. Is that correct? Yes, absolutely. So how do you guys, how do you mitigate some of that growth, right? Because like you said, the air is fresher. People are going to start getting wind of, you know, this golden opportunity that you guys ha- have here right. in Mississippi, man. What are some of your plans for uh, all of that growth that's coming here? Absolutely. As new homes are built, mm-hmm. what we need? Roads. Yeah. As new businesses are built, what we need? Roads. Okay. So we have to keep the infrastructural part in mind, too. Mm. So we have a one, three, five, ten-year plan when it comes to growth, economic growth, yeah. and property growth. The infrastructural growth has to be there also. Yeah. Because one thing you don't want to do is have 500 guests but you only prepare dinner for 100. Yeah, yeah. So just staying in front of it and working collectively, not only with the um, leaders in this community okay. or the officials in, the, in this community, but actually getting out and speaking to the people and finding out what they want. Yeah, yeah, Because yeah, yeah. my platform is education, public safety, economic growth, and infrastructural development. Miss mm-hmm. Johnson down the street, she just may want her water to stop flooding in front of her house. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. so we have to take everyone voice yeah. and have that force to be compiled into the same goal. For sure, for yes. sure. I like that, man. Um, I follow you on social media, dude, and I know that you're very spiritual, right? I see a lot of things that you post. Talk to me a little bit about your faith and your background in that. Without him, yeah, we we're nothing. Mm-hmm. Without God, Jesus Christ, we are nothing. We have nothing. For sure. With him, we're everything. Yeah, yeah. Even though I came from a Christian background, I grew up in Kojic Church. Okay. Even though my foundation has always been church, I sprayed away at one time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I um, came back and found my foundation, which is always God. So not only is my foundation, he's everything. Yeah. Because, again, with him, you have everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, no matter where you go, how you do it, why you do it, he has to be the alpha and also the omega yeah. in every life decision you make. And one thing about God, too, he talks to us. Yeah. He talks to us. So we have to listen to that still voice. Yeah, we yeah, can hear yeah. nothing or when it's crowded. That voice of God is always with you. Yeah. So no matter what the situation is in life, I always walk by faith. For sure. And I'm not afraid. I, I fear nothing but God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Man, you know, and that's a good transition point, right? Because I think... Going back to entrepreneurship, because that's the platform, right? I think Absolutely. fear holds back entrepreneurs, uh, probably majority of them. If, if we, I don't know if anybody have ever done a study, but if you was to do a study, I'm pretty sure that fear is probably the number one thing that holds entrepreneurs back. Man, how do you wake up every day? And this is the mindset piece, right, uh, that you've been developing. Like, how do you wake up every day and say, you know what, I'm going for what's mine. I'm not going to let no, I don't care what other people think, right? right. I'm just going to go do what I know I need to do to, to meet the next level, man. What's the mindset? Talk to me a little bit about that. It was something that I exercised because I had nothing to lose when I first got started. Yeah. I had everything to gain. Mm -hmm. Remember, I was in uh, community college selling mixed CDs. Mm -hmm. So even if it didn't work out, I didn't have a baby out to feed. Yeah. Or a wife when I came home on Wednesday, where you check, baby? Well, you know that has some chargebacks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the second thing is, let's take faith. Talk to me. Excitement of the unknown. Mm -hmm. Let's take fear. Mm -hmm. Afraid of the unknown. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. So when it comes, you decide that. Yeah. You I just don't, man. You, you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, yeah. Who told us to be afraid? And who told us, told us if something don't work out, 
don't try again. Yeah. If something's not going your way, it's failing. Mm-hmm. If something's not going at the speed that you desire to go mm-hmm. versus God pacing you at the pace he wants you to be or needs you to be to be successful. Yeah. We are our own worst enemies. Yeah, yeah. No one told you that was a bad presentation. For sure. No one told you that was a bad idea. Yeah. So you have to have, another thing too is you have to have that support. Mm-hmm. You have to have that support system where people are telling you, even though I remember when I gave my first campaign speech mm-hmm. and I was at a uh, city hall meeting. Okay. <laughs> when I tell you I did bad, yeah. I know I did bad. I forgot <laughs> to introduce my wife and forgot to tell people I got kids. I yeah. just went to it. Fear of something that's that's new. Mm-hmm. When we got in the truck, you know the first thing my wife told me? What was that? She said, baby, you did amazing. Yeah. She said, you knocked their socks off. Mm-hmm. And you you know how much that did for me because yeah. the whole time I was thinking, man, I did a oh, <laughs> terrible job. For sure. So you have to have that support. Too. Yeah, yeah. But take the fear off. The worst thing I've had bad credit before. Yeah. Worst thing can happen is lose some money, lose all your money, keep the faith, eliminate the fear, yeah. and go back harder. For sure. Because it's get, a lesson. Get around in some it. winners. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's a lesson in it too, right? It is a lesson. And Absolutely. you just gotta figure out, man, what's that what's that lesson? What's that um what do they say, man, there's always a seed of opportunity within uh any uh opposition that you run into. You just gotta figure out what that seed of opportunity is, right? Man, you've reached several, you know, you've reached a level uh in your business, man, that a lot of people aspire to, to get to, right? How do you keep that hunger? I keep stretching. Okay. Keep stretching meaning is I have certain things that I want to do for my community. Yeah. For my church. Mm-hmm. Like one of my goals is uh, my wife and I, we want to remodel our church. Okay. So wow. we want to do things for our church. We also want to have community centers within the community. Yeah. And the rate that we're going now is going to take too long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we don't want it to take long. We want it to be on God's time. And with God, one touch his favor is fed feeding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, another thing is when you have children, you want the pure best quality of life that they can have. Absolutely. So when it comes to children... It's nothing that motivate me. Yeah, yeah. Your, uh, Madeline look at me and in a way like, Dad, you know, I, I trust you with my all. Yeah, yeah, as yeah. far as McAllen being with me and he's walking like me, mm-hmm. his mannerism like me. Yeah. I want to be the best me that I can be. Yeah. You know, so they can be the best them that they could be. For sure, man. Yeah. And, you know, I think uh, one of the cool things as we've been talking, one of the things that I've recognized is it's bigger than you, right? And at every turn I've heard you say, you know, your church, right, uh, the schools, it's always something that's outside of you because it's only so far you can go once you're looking for things for yourself. And we can get those, and we can get those pretty quick through hard work, through diligence. But like you said, in order to keep that hungry, the picture has to be, it has to have other people in the picture, right? Absolutely. Yeah, Absolutely. man. Making another transition, right? Mississippi has been known as a republic state, right? Uh, and I know there's a few Democrats that's doing some things here in Mississippi, and the base is growing. What made you decide to run as independent? That's a good question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the reason why is I want to be for the people by putting people first. Okay. And not being bound by policies. Yeah. yeah. And if we look That's at it. That's a big it, thing, man. We're all independent. Okay. And the reason why we're all independent because the parties, they have good views. Mm-hmm. And we can take the good from both sides. Yeah. And we can also have our own as well. Mm-hmm. So we are working together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're not divided by a party. For sure. Again, there's no community without unity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we can't continue to have these barriers. Like, I grew up Democrat. Why? Because I'm black. Yeah, that's what we've been told, for sure. Yeah, you're black. You're Democrat. That's that's not true. Yeah. You know, some of us are more conservative than we will 
admit. Yeah. And some people, they go on a ticket where they feel like they are winning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been told if you go Democrat, you know, you're going you're gonna to lose if you run Democrat. Yeah. If you run Republican, you have a better choice. Mm-hmm. I'm independent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like everyone in this community. Yeah. At the end of the day, we want a brighter future and a better quality of life. And if we look at it, we're all independent. Man, I'm gonna tell you something, dude. You uh, you said something because I've always kind of been in that gray space, right? Where we grew up democratic, right? And then yeah. I went off to school and I got introduced to a whole new world. And you know, people were more conservative, and you know, they had some principles and some things the way they they dealt with you know situations that I absolutely loved. I was like, absolutely. man, I never thought of that perspective. I liked it, but it's always been that balance, right? How do you balance all of it? And it's that divide, right? You eat on one side or you eat on the other side, and somebody like myself, I've been had a hard time figuring right. out, okay, which side. So yeah. running independent makes 100%, you know, sense to me. I yeah. like that, man. And then when you get in a room, someone asks you, mm-hmm. you can just simply tell them the truth. Yeah. And the truth is, one party give too much, mm-hmm. one party won't give anything. Yeah. <laughs> it's a middle. Yeah. And that middle is, on this situation, I don't have to go with the parties saying, yeah. because... I'm going with what I feel like is best. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's being independent. And again, we can't build bridges until we break barriers. For sure. And we can have this one little, one small little mindset. Because it's 2023. Mm-hmm. This is not the old Mississippi. Yeah. We still have the same values. Yeah. It's still a, 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 a Bible state. Mm-hmm. But we can't just have barriers based on... The party. Yeah, yeah. We can yeah. work with everybody. For sure. Yeah. No They're, one's excluded. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I agree. So tell tell me, man, how we can support the campaign for for my viewers that's listening. I know a lot of them probably won't live here in Mississippi. Right. But tell me how we can support the campaign. And then tell me what's next for you guys, man. You guys have accomplished so much. Your vision, bro. You stretched me in this conversation. I just want Thank you to you. know. Appreciate this, man. it. Same same with you. Would you ask me certain questions? When I when this is over, I'm going to go to the, my drawing board. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. just place one, two, three, four. For sure, Same for here. sure. Absolutely. So tell me how we can support you, man, and what's next for you guys? Uh, first thing is, the website is www.marcusturnerforsupervisor. Okay. Marcus Turner for Supervisor. We want your three T's. Mm-hmm. We want your time, mm-hmm. which means you can donate four hours. Okay. We want your talent. If you uh, have a podcast or have certain things that you do to get the message out. Yeah. And we also want your treasures. For sure. Which you can donate to the campaign. Uh, we ask for $3 or more. Okay. Because $3 is the minimum when you go to the uh, <laughs> portal. We ask for $3 or more. If you see us out, a dollar would do. But uh, most of all, your prayers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because after the campaign is over, mm-hmm. we have a lot of work to do. And it's going to take prayers to get us through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so support. Uh, vote and most importantly prayers and also yard signs because um, exposure is good too. Yeah. So if you need a yard sign or need us to do anything or just want to just drop a note or give us some advice on ways that the city, the county become, can become better, we're open. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have an open door policy. For sure. Absolutely. Man, look, let me take this time to say thank you, bro, because I know that uh, you were in your location, you got customers, you got a lot of things going on, but you carved out this time to really, man, speak to the audience, give them some game, and educate them on the things that you got going on, man. So I appreciate you taking that time out to you. do that. For no, sure. Thank you. Thank uh, you. Yeah, man. In closing, uh, do me a favor. I know you've told them how they can support the campaign. Let people know how they can keep up with you. And any close and advice that you have, man, for entrepreneurship would be great. Do not, I repeat, do not stop. Yeah. When times get harder, that doesn't mean the momentum slow up. That means you have to sit back, quit for that day. Yeah. It's okay to quit. Yeah. Quit that day. 
and do something. Be selfish. Say, you know what? After I put the kids to bed, I want to sit on the patio and just watch TV, have me a glass of wine, have me some champagne, yeah. and write some things down. The next day, go back better because it's worth it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the reason sure. why it's worth it, I don't care if you do have a job where it's paying you X amount of dollars. Mm-hmm. It's so much you can do from an entrepreneur standpoint and from a productivity compensated job that can really change your life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you're going to always desire more. Yeah. But in order to get more, you have to do more. Yeah. And in order to be great, you got to have the systems and the processes in place that are transferable because yeah. we cannot do it alone. See, man, look, you're going to get us going. I didn't even jump into the systems and the business and all that good <laughs> stuff, man. We got to get you back on the show for sure. I know this is a busy uh, time in life for you. you guys are campaigning. You're running hard. Uh, so I got to get you back on the show kind of when all the dust settles, man. We can talk a little bit more about that. Man, look, if you guys are finding value out of these conversations and this content, do me a favor, hit the subscribe button. Uh, also, I'm going to drop all of Marcus information, how you can support his campaign, how you can actually come and support his financial services if you're in need of that. I'm going to put all of his information down below. Make sure you guys scroll down, hit that, tap in with Marcus. Any questions that you guys may have, leave it in the description of these videos or feel free to reach out to him directly. He'll make sure that he answer it. And until next time, I need you guys to do me a favor, stay tapped in and we'll see you guys at the top.